Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 6th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh, I'm doing great, you know? I'd, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors. Uh, we got <laughs> Bixby Coffee, Ruckett, Riomar, oh, Smith Devereaux, Journeyman. It allowed me to turn on this microphone tonight. I, mean, I, I didn't know you were coming with that. A little, little bit of a twist, huh? Well, you know that was such a wonderful uh, post post game interview that I had to I had to oh, replicate Bryson. it. The equipment companies. Uh, he's just that driver that lets me hit it so far. He's protecting the yeah. The guys at Cobra, everybody in the shop, Pennzoil, my team, Pit Stop. You know the M and M's brand. You know, car thirty four was running. No, so he's he's done that before. That's his thing. That's his thing. It's not subtle. It's not that doesn't have an impact on anybody, right? Yeah. No. Like that's I'm, not the way you advertise. Maybe but it was, somebody might. There are a no, lot of idiots no, out there in the world. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But a big win for Bryson. Sort of he big started the week as the boy. favorite. <laughs> yeah. Big win. <laughs> Started goes low, erases a three shot deficit to Matthew Wolf. Shot a sixty five in the final round. One by three uh, was the favorite at the start of the week. He's the story of the month. He's been playing better than anyone cumulatively. I think I saw he's twenty strokes better than people than than the next best guy, Victor Hovland, in this four tournament restart. Not everybody's played, but uh, it's was a culmination of a very strong strong month. So. Yeah. What it's, do you make? I mean, it was incredible. It's absolutely unbelievable to watch this man drive a golf ball. He not only is hitting it further, farther than everybody, but he's yeah. also hitting it extraordinarily straight, which is unbelievable. I mean, the, nothing culminates Bryson more so than the way he played that 18th hole today, where he just takes out driver 470 yeah. yards, rips it up to... 90 yards flips a wedge up there to four feet easy birdie and it's it's just unbelievable i mean detroit golf club not a long necessarily a long course but he averaged 107 yards for second shots into par par fours i mean he's hitting wedges into every green yeah i think uh my good friends at PGA Tour Communications my, my very close friends PGA Tour comms tweeted tonight that the <laughs> Bryson Led the field in strokes game putting as well. Driving and putting, the first person to win a tournament doing that since 2004. So 16 years. It's not all just the beef, the beefcake stuff, but uh, he's obviously very, very good at golf. 
Um, wasn't great with his wedges or, or the approach Horrendous. shots that he did have this this week, but very, very, very good at a couple facets of the game that got it done. Well, I think that's what he's done now is that if he he's going to drive it well every week, seemingly, and then yep. it, it just becomes like, does he hit his irons well? If he hits his irons well, he's probably going to win. If what irons are you talking about? Like, his wedges. like nine and yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If, imagine if he had hit his wedges well today, like this week, it right. would have been just insane. But if like he, the one on eighteen, you know, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of those opportunities to just flag it like that. But so go ahead. at this point, if it's if he drives it well, uh, pretty much every week, drives it, he's gonna be a top ten player strokes gained off the tee week in week out, and uh, if he. If he does one other facet of the game well, he's going to probably be in a top five. We essentially saw it this this four week stretch. He finished. Uh, he was relevant and in the hunt in every single event. Yeah, uh, it does seem you. He was really impressive. We'll talk about this his comments on Saturday a little bit more later. But he was. It was. Now we're getting a lot of these grand pronouncements. Like this is a tipping point the game has changed forever or the game is that this is uh, broken. He's broken golf, things like th- these really grand pronouncements after four weeks. Um, is this like, I guess, first and foremost, is this replicable at the major championships? You know? So I think uh, Augusta I think so. is what, uh, you know, that that's not the non-rotating venue. There's a lot of variation, you know, you get different styles sometimes, but, but, the majors are where we really want to see this. I think it'll be a case by case basis, but I mean, I don't, I haven't seen a golf course that hitting it really far and really straight doesn't work at in mm-hmm. uh, in my life. Have you seen one? No, <laughs> right, right. No, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> like, I understand. If, I mean, the the reality. I just wonder if it's mitigated in any way more so at that because the, the tour is Lupland, you know. So I just I. The way he's hitting the ball is just unbelievable, and it's just an incredible transformation. The thing I think that goes on a little bit undercovered is how much work he put in to do this. It's not yeah. like this happened yeah. overnight. It's something yeah. that he has worked really hard at. And the other aspect is there are a lot of guys that can hit the ball really far and swing a golf club really fast. There are very, very few that are as talented as Bryson is and hit it as straight and as solidly and as consistently as he he can. And there are very few people that can lead a PGA Tour field in strokes game putting. That's the other thing. Right. Like, he's right. extraordinarily skilled. You talked about the work he put in. I love your little theory or your take or whatever it is on the impetus to start that work, to get big and brawny. You maintain. You've said it here a couple times, though. You maintain... It is. It is from a certain confrontation last fall. It, it what I I truly believe that this thing started because of uh, Brooksgate <laughs> with the, and Liberty with National Brooks, yeah. the the waddling over the putting green when Brooks kind of slowly walked over after Bryson said you can come say it to my face. You yeah. think it's all yeah, a little Brooks, bit of vanity stored, you know, born out of that confrontation? Brooks spouted off about Bryson's slow play at Liberty National and and. Bryson urged him to say it to his face, and which Brooks proceeded to walk across the putting green and say it right to yeah. his face. And I think the internet yeah. was pretty cruel to Bryson that day. They were, it was all oh, about yeah. how 
how Brooks would put him in a pretzel and would shove him in a locker. And I'm, I'm convinced because that was, what, August last year? And then yeah. no, three months later at the President's Cup, he's all beefed up. He's 20 pounds heavier. <laughs> he's, he's, well, he's even dan- at Shriners before that. He's dancing in the stance. With, with, with the trying to rip the grandstands like the, you know, the... The railing of the grandstand out of the... Where are those sweaters? I can't wait for sweater season to come back with, with Thick Boy Bryson and sweaters. I mean, we haven't even seen him in that in a, in a nice... Wouldn't you love to see Bryson in a nice cardigan these days? Yeah. Like you just yeah. look ridiculous. No, I, that's interesting. I mean, the, I, and I... I I wouldn't dismiss it out of hand. I could see that because it started right away after that. Not right away, but we, even when he was at Shriners, whenever that was, Vegas, kind of mid-October, late October, it was like it started. He's put on 15 pounds, and he's going to have 40 more by the end of the, you know, the year. It, it had really started right after that confrontation. You think that's what it is, this masculinity thing that's with, with Brooksy. It was a uh, masculinity compl- complex. <laughs> I feel like his comments at Bethpage last year too may have oh. been, played a part. You know, remember what did he after say? after Bethpage, I think he said so. You know, he was frustrated with setup. I can't remember it off the top of my. Head. He was he was bothered by setup, and I just wonder like he's he's never done well at major championships, right? He's never contended, never done especially well. He walked out of Bethpage bitching and moaning about the setup. And I think maybe that had something. Do I need to just overhaul my entire game or, or in order to stay at, keep up with someone like Brooks, do I need to overhaul everything? I, I don't know. So, so this is, uh, this is what he said. This is, Will, I might be misremembering this. Will, Will Gray. And this, this is, is after the... one round. If, okay. Um, so he shot 72 and he was okay. nine shots behind Brooks. May of 2019. So he said, if you really want to prove who the best champion is, it's not a long drive contest. That's why they have long drive contests out here. Um, it's about precision. Huh. When you start making it really tight, I get the tight part. When you start lengthening it to the amounts to, that they've been lengthening it to, I just personally think that's it's a mess up. At there the time, go. he was 44th on tour in, in distance. I... I didn't remember the specifics of those comments, but and this is Will Gray, Will Gray, the Bryson, the Bryson Whisperer, (laughs) the Bryson Whisperer, because Will got those comments today or Saturday. Yeah, he got the brand comments and he got these. So he, uh, Bryson shared that many of his he had four irons on multiple occasions Thursdays after his drives. Oh. I wonder if that played a part. I didn't this know there was good, a, maybe this. Good pull. I just was trying to remember it. But yeah, I, I, I just remember there were specifics about course setup that he seemed very defeated on like major championships and how they're played and or how his game was working at major championships. So maybe uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe a little bit of vanity with Brooksy, a little bit of function with the major setups. I, I don't know. It but, could be a, a um, it's like a combination a recipe Hybrid. yeah yeah so now a he's cocktail. out there we're, we're talking about these pronouncements the game's changed well, what could this actually mean at major championships do you feel like this is a conspicuous sort of 
I don't want to say it's not slap in the face, but like a another very conspicuous warning sign to the USGA that they could do a whole little like like they did to him with the side saddle, like a response and figure out how to stop this. If other players are talking about how they can or they they're thinking about how they can mimic this as best they can or if their their approach should be overhauled to sort of more approximate Bryson, maybe this is a flat is this a sign that, that the USGA needs to step in and pull the rug out from under him again, just like they did with side saddling? I mean, and how would they do that too? I think the big thing will be Augusta. You think about, think about like the, the fifth hole out there, which they just, what they lengthened it to four ninety five uphill. Bryson's going to hit driver down to 150 yards and hit a pitching wedge in. And they yeah. just they just lengthen that like the bunkers are going to be completely irre- ir- irrelevant for him. He's going to maybe hit a wedge into thirteen. And yeah. well, I, I got somebody somebody DM me tonight. You know these guys on Google Maps, which is you know maybe not exact, but DM Dan B. He's like, you know, I looked at Google Earth. You know, he could legit have a hundred to one hundred and ten in on thirteen. How much he cuts off, but if he flies it, you know, three sixty five like he is. You know, he had a few carried 365 this week. You could have, you know, just over 100 yards in. 15, you could have 150. I, so. I think it's a conversation of what they want the game of golf to be, you know? Yeah. And we, yeah. we saw it with par fours this week. He had 170 yards in. He, par fours have long, it's been a long time since par fours had the ability to test long irons on the PGA Tour. And yeah. one of the other things with the par fives that, at uh, Detroit Golf Club, 580 yards on average. He, average. Average. That's longer than Augusta's par fives by a, a long. I think the, Augusta's longest one's 580 yards. Um, and he's average. He's got on average 230 in. And you know we saw him hit an eight iron from the rough today from 230, which was a flyer and you know it's firm, so it's bouncy, which you know totally not an eight iron, a real eight, iron, but yeah. like. He's hit. That's like a five iron, maybe a maybe a six iron in some cases for Bryson, and it's it's just not the game. How do you test the ability to hit a long iron for a guy that is a hundred yards longer than the shorter guy, the shortest guy in the tournament? I mean, yeah. that's the it, crazy thing. This guy is a hundred is almost a hundred yards longer than the shortest guy on on tour. Yeah. Maybe not 100, but 60 or 70. I can't imagine there are many times when the gap was that big of yardage between the top and the bottom of driving distance on tour. Yeah, so I, I think, like, uh, just... I'm just trying to think about the, all these grand pronouncements. Tipping point, change forever, all that stuff. I, I Like, A, immediately, how can this be, you know, effective at major championships, which is where, you know, everybody watches. It has the most... It's the largest spotlight. And B... Is this like a, another sort of wake up call to the USGA? The USGA is fully woken up on this. I think it's just now how do they execute on it? And it seems like Bryson. I don't know. Is he going to force their hand? The tour probably wants this, but again, it, it's 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 a flavor of the month thing. It's effective. It's effective for sure. I'm not saying it's a fad in any way. Like it's not going to go away. His ability to be successful this way, but I think like the excitement around it is can be you know 
dulled down if everybody starts doing this or it's not just the first fresh month of him doing this. So. Yeah, and I, there are a lot of guys that could do similar things to him. I mean, Cameron Champ can hit it as far as Bryson yeah. can, I think. Um, yeah. I think Tony Finau could, and Gary Woodland's another long hitter that probably has a lot in the tank. But the thing that can't go... Bryson's hitting it really straight, and I think all those guys fear letting letting the Kraken loose, as Bryson would say. Because, you talking about Woodland and others and like that? Or? Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know if they think they can control it at the speed that Bryson's right. hitting the ball right now. And I think with the USGA, it's interesting because most of the commentary has been centered around the ball, and I think in a way this is a bigger – the bigger – culprit here is the massive driving head driver head that allows you to swing without fear of missing it that that little skinny heel shot goes 15 yards shorter than your perfectly hit drive now as opposed yeah. to you know you're worried about hitting a fan 60 yards off the tee if you hit that <laughs> with it with a small head so or quack yeah <laughs> right yeah or uh, or the low quacker that uh, microsoft <laughs> golf made famous in the in the 90s with that remember did you ever play that game no i don't think M- microsoft so. no. golf on the computer in like 95 it would i never hit, got into computer games you no. hit that the low quacker and it'll go quack, 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 quack. <laughs> <laughs> but no, i mean you see it it's 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 uh, observable with with Bryson, it's not just speed numbers. It's observable by the human, uh, the eye, where he's like th- th- throwing his entire body through the swing with his violence. You know, I mean, so. and he's getting amped up before the breathing <laughs> and the like. It's just unbelievable. But my question would be, could he do that with a hundred ninety cc head? Right. And right. and that's where I don't. I think the answer is probably you got to be a little less reckless. Like you can't just wail at it. And I think that's what the the USGA. I mean, they really. Frank Thomas really. He the guy was in like a coma during <laughs> during the. I mean, the best player in the world. We've talked about him. Was telling before. him that this is getting out of hand when he was the best yeah. player in the world. Right. And right. he didn't do any. He said, oh, this is nothing. And, and here we are 20 years later, and we're seeing guys just go hit it further and further and further. And the big hurt, Frank Thomas. Oh. Sleep at the wheel. I, he might have re- not been sleep at the wheel. He might have just had his pockets greased by the equipment companies because <laughs> he's had some cushy jobs at equipment companies since the USGA job. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know his course, career. He was on All the right. board of, uh, of Wilson's Driver versus Driver campaign really i think he was there oh, head of God. innovation oh man uh what else on bryson wedges were underwhelming i mean he think he about how air- bad his wedges were he airmailed that one of 15 i was almost <laughs> I, I contemplated tweeting if he doesn't ace it here it was like a bunch of kids in Detroit are going to go hungry for a year because the three one three wouldn't have been fully activated. Just a joke. I'm just kidding. I know they raised a ton of money, but just after the whole charity dust up, but the three one three was not completed in the fashion that it was. How about uh, the drop? Intended. What was going on there? He was being. Uh, I don't know. He was shuffling around a little bit. The ball. The ball went backwards the one time, but he, he was kind of like shuffling his feet and dropping it closer to the hole, he, right? It was landing closer to the hole. 
Well, did you notice how he would shuffle around and then drop where he was shuffling around? No. Getting the, getting the grass yeah. padded down? Just padded down. Oh, but I, like, I forget who. I think Chris Powers, Golf Digest, made, like, a charity scramble. I can't, like, move from one grass type to the next. I can't take it from, you know, the first cut to the fairway, right? You still, like, a but on the PJ Tour, he got himself from, like, some juicy rough into the fringe. It's kind of amazing. It, there were a couple people who noted that. It, it did look, I don't want to lob some allegation there, but the drop was a little little iffy. It just And the actual, the substance of being able to go from uh, in the thick stuff to a little way, uh, fringe shot was a little off-putting. You know what would have been nice? If, uh, if, if there was a cameraman nearby to, to hear what they were talking about. To get in on that? That was the other theme of the weekend. I, I didn't think Sunday was all that great. It was Besides, It was just Bryce was the show. Saturday well, it was comments and then... Go ahead. I, everybody in the top 10 decided to not show up. Yeah. That was a lot of, horrendous golf. I've, I can't think of a worse performance from players around the top of the leaderboard. In the, yeah. I mean, none of them played good. Wolf, one yeah. under... Ryan Armour, even. Uh, Webb Simpson, two under. He was like the second best score behind Bryson out of the entire group nearby. Troy Barrett, one under. I mean, not that I expected any of these guys to play well. Yeah, they're not all the top of the world rankings guys. Hubbard and Seamus Power, even. Hovland, one under. Wallace, one under. Are you disappointed by Matthew Wolf? Um, Did you, or, or you're fine with the good showing, or you? He's young, and I think this was a learning experience. I he had the obviously the 54 hole lead played terrible on the front nine. He played really well on the back nine, and a, a few putts that hit edges drop. Or I mean, he dressed up. like Ricky, and he played like Ricky. <laughs> Why did he? What was with the black and orange Sunday? Black and orange. You, he, that's what happened. He's. he's on the lead, and he fault to fell off. You don't want to be emulating that. Why do you? Why? Why? Who picked that out? Leave that to Ricky. But, anyways, uh, no, no, I don't think. I'm Maybe not, like, it's because Ricky was it. nowhere to be found on Sunday coverage. That uh, that Rocket Mortgage, you know, paid him off. <laughs> do your best, Ricky impersonation. <laughs> uh, no, but you talked about. With Bryson, anything else on Bryson's play? He was the show this weekend. Do you have anything else? I think we could. Are we? We're going to talk about his comments in in a little bit. His brand comments. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Uh, Anything else from the play on Sunday that you liked? It Uh, wasn't. I thought the course acquitted itself really well on the weekend. Um, It got firm. There are really some good greens out there, and when it got firm, it Bryson was the best player in the field. He led the field and driving and putting um and he should have won the tournament and the course allowed him to separate and lift from the competitors that were bunched up especially going into saturday um he didn't he didn't play his best on saturday but sunday he was by far the best golfer on on the golf course even with the stinky wedge play i mean his wedges just (laughs) it were hard it was hard to watch him hit wedges you think he's got too much mass? He's like got to figure out his touch, recalibrate the touch shots. Well, Faldo was What's talking that? about shafts for about twenty-five minutes. He was. 
Do you hear that? The, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. What'd you think of the course? Speaking of the course, the ambient neighborhood noises. That was kind of, you know, they had the ice cream truck on uh, Saturday, which, you know, Matt Wolf credited with calming him down. And then he had the protests, which I thought was interesting. I don't know if it was handled well in the coverage. I liked it, though. I liked that, you know, sounds of the real world creeping into an actual PGA Tour, the enclave of a PGA Tour golf broadcast. They didn't handle it. I don't know that they talked about it in the best way, but I, I thought it was, you know, well done. The it was, only it was, thing, it was we, interesting the only thing we were missing was Bryson's Geronimo figure. What's that mean? Just a boy from boy from the neighborhood, you know, Some, like Geronimo. But that wanted to watch him. Yeah, mash drives. Yeah, um, the uh, I I think the protest was you know it, a wonderful example of a peaceful protest where they they wanted to be heard on the national telecast. They yeah word got th- back to them that they were heard, and you know they they dispersed peacefully. Like that was a yeah. great protested in the in the meantime there was raised awareness to the black lives matter campaign that's probably not happening you know it was nice to have the tour confront like as that was in that brendan quinn article like the reality like the real world you're not hearing that at the rsm gladry or you know sawgrass or something like that so it, it was interesting i was waiting that. for one of the air horns to disrupt play <laughs> that would have been fun the thing I played, I played a state am years ago at Beverly, yeah. which is like probably in contention for the loudest um, golf course in America. And I played, <laughs> so I played four straight days there. It's it's like it's in the flight pattern of Midway, which is close okay. by. And then there's yeah. 87th Street bisects it. And then there's yeah. a train that runs <laughs> along the other side. And and I'll say. <laughs> that after like four days, you don't hear anything. You don't like yeah. you get so used to it, you don't hear anything. And then yeah. I remember the next day, I had a, I played like a tournament maybe a day or two later, and it was at like there's some piece of like golf course, and I was like, oh my god, it's so quiet out here. <laughs> <laughs> so I it, yeah. is, it, if you play in a lot like that was a louder golf course, you just as a player, if they're there all week, they just they won't hear anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do uh, let's do a quick ad read for our friends at Bixby Coffee. Bixby Coffee. Uh, the light roast is coming. If it's not up now, it'll be up Monday morning. Uh, we have Andy's light roast shotgun start blend. It's I guess we're going with Brendan's dark roast. How did you Andy's... get the dark roast? I don't know. It's just flipped a coin. I don't. Did you I don't put know. Put your thumb on happened. the scale like the tour. You don't reply to emails. Is your problem? So that's where it is. That's how it shook out. And uh, so. You know, a lot of people have been asking for light roast. We're, we're going to offer two shotgun start blends now. One dark, one light. Coffee Golf is here. It's BixbyCoffee.com. Shotgun start blend. It is fresh coffee. It is shipped, roasted and shipped like in the same day. Um, you know, you don't have to go to the grocery store. That stuff on the grocery store has probably been sitting there since Bryson was like 190, you know, 185. It's all, it's not fresh. It's like six months old. Uh, this is, you don't have to get up. You don't have to go anywhere. It just comes to your door. The interval you choose one week, two weeks, three weeks. We had a friend of the program with, uh, the whole Dratty group. Uh, he said self-proclaimed coffee snob just got on the, 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 uh, shotgun start blending last month. And he said, it's great. These are unsolicited. These aren't testimonials we're asking for, for the back of our book jacket or the website or anything. These are unsolicited coffee snobs telling us it's good stuff. Fresh coffee is better coffee. 
sports podcast comes it turns to your the door. mic on you don't have to get out yeah but, but now we will have light roast we have mugs coming coffee golf is coming back you are going to do your little are you cold brew demo i'm going Maybe? to tomorrow i'm setting the intention Mu- my, what does that even mean, setting the intention? I don't even know what that means. What my, does that my mean? My wife gets on me about my inability to accomplish menial tasks, and she yeah. tells me all the time, you need to set your intention to accomplish this task. You've so been I'm intending set- to do this cold brew demo for months. I'm going That's to not do, been well, the problem. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm telling you. I think we have the same now, struggle. Now but... everybody is going to know that I'm going to let down everybody if I don't do it tomorrow. It's 100 degrees across the country right it now. We need I the need cold. cold it's, it's very hot. So Coffee Golf is back. BixbyCoffee.com. Shotgun Star Blend. Uh you know they've been with us from the earliest days, and uh, that's a way to support the co- support the podcast as Coffee Golf Month kicks on. All right, All right let's move on. What else did you, you like? Did you like anything else? No, not really. I, I, again, I I didn't think there was a ton of stuff popping off this week or this weekend, su- Sunday. Did you? No, I just I just marvel at Bryson's. It, the it cannot go discounted how unbelievable this transformation is and you know that's the thing well it's unprecedented maybe right we don't see this in golf too much we don't see it all that much in sports you know occasionally maybe a guy loses weight in basketball or gains weight and bat fills out in basketball i don't know baseball it happened in <laughs> the late 90s but for untoward reasons um I, I don't know. You don't see this kind of transformation, and it's happened so fast. Is that sustainable, though? Is it sustainable? He's just guzzling protein shakes, like, or is that does that even matter? Is like just do this for a year or two, and you know, get rich quick kind of thing. I, I don't is know. Is this a get rich quick scheme? Our, a, our, you know our, what I mean. Our answer coming after this break. You know what I mean. He's not thinking like a long term career. It's just like let's extract as much as I can out of this. Oh, well, I mean, he starts. Guzzling. He starts every round one shot up on the field. Yeah, I mean, distance, yeah. distance. He shows up, and this goes for all the big hitters. He shows up to the golf course, one right. shot ahead. I mean, you. Right. Ne- he never has to worry about distance not coming to the golf course. You worry about whether you're going to hit irons close, if you're going to have a good day with your wedges or not, if you're going to make some putts. Are the putts going to drop? Are you going to see the well, lines right? That's something that you worry about every day you go to the golf course. The one thing you don't have to worry about is distance. And he's he's sought out a way to be at an advantage. He's the longest player on tour now. Well, yeah. You also have to worry about cameras being too close, being on. on a. On a Should we talk about a, that? Sure, sure. I mean, what'd you make again? Of this? Will Gray on the spot there saw it happen. So the I'm Bryson getting some whisperer. <laughs> He's now the Bryson whisperer because you found some. <laughs> we found our old Beth Page article and it just happened to be him on that. And now he was there for this. He week. just gets Bryson to talk. So he's forever, forever rebranded as a Bryson whisperer. Um, yeah, I, I whatever. Will Gray saw him yelling at a cameraman on what was it? Eighth hole Saturday. For the not not because the cameraman made noise or disrupted him in the middle of his swing, but because he was filming him, he deigned to film him inside the ropes where he's making millions of dollars to play for the public, play uh, for television broadcast. You know the guy had his camera on him too long, and and Bryson, 
you know, Will just threw him a question. Will saw this happen, tweeted it out, threw him a question after the round. Bryson took the question, like, hey, what happened on seven? Bryson took the, took the question, proceeded to just jump off the cliff himself. He did it all to himself. He just ran with it and jumped off the cliff, talking about cameras need to give us some privacy. You need he, to be the tour needs to start we were protecting the players, thinking about their brands. It was not a good good response. He could have said something like, "Hey, we're we're talking about uh, the shot I hit." Yeah, he could yeah. have said no, anything. He, he he went on the monologue and, and in an attempt to talk about protecting his brand, really. <laughs> Soiled it in a way until he won the next day. You know, winning's a good medicine. But I, I think this is a little scary. It's scary, man. If this is the members think of a member-run organization where they seem to really have an, a thin skin and and a quick trigger to put, you know, make the, impose their will in a way. You know, you've got these media companies that are getting hollowed out. Golf Channel is, a, you know, reportedly letting go of a ton of people. They also cover the tour. Like I, I would hate will will is there, you know, we need writers and reporters there. We probably don't know this happens. If wills not, doesn't see it happening on the T and then ask them about it after like, I, and I think like the tour needs to understand it's an entertainment product and the entertainment value is lost when it becomes nothing but, um, but outside of the golf shots, all there is, is, you know, signing an autograph ball to a kid or the, a, a player's dog, or how much money you gave to charity. Like that just becomes diluted. It becomes the, if that's all you have, then you have no real entertainment product. You need a little bit of drama. You need a little bit of contention. You need, villains is too strong a word, but you need characters for sure. And uh, I, I think it's a little scary if they're worried about the cameras being on them too much. And I also think that what gets missed is that Athletes struggling, and this is a perfect example. Saturday was a struggle for Bryson. He struggled. Like, he was not yeah. in it. Like, that's part of the difficulty of golf and what makes when athletes overcome challenges and struggles. That's the best type of theater in sports. Yes. It's not interesting yep. when LeBron jumps from team to team champing, chasing rings. <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> to watch a star overcome the obstacles of the Detroit Pistons right. and okay. the bad boys okay. and overcome okay. those obstacles right. with the team, the same team getting better and better. And Bryson it's relatable when you go into a bunker and you hit a bad bunker shot and you're frustrated. Every golfer in the world understands that. It's By the not way, they didn't even that, show it yes. on the broadcast. They, they, they whitewashed that out of the, I don't know if it's purposely, but it wasn't shown on the broadcast is swiping the sand or whatever that bother that, that, they stayed on him for and with Bryson the way the style of the play of him is becoming more and more unrelatable for 99% of the yeah. people in the world at least that was relatable like struggling out of a bunker and and this is the best moments are captured with cameras being close to people yeah I think it's it's just scary what's going on there's hundreds of millions of dollars being spent on rights fees um, there seems to be less and less media able to cover it or able to have access in a way that makes this compelling and interesting and tells real stories beyond just, this is how much money we donated to charity. These are the autographs we signed for kids. Those are all good things too and things that should be trumpeted. But if you want to be an entertainment product and you want to have an attractive product to your core audience, like you can't just 
put your thumb on the scale so hard that there's nothing but that. You know what I mean? And they have a ton of leverage right now, and I, it seems like they're being pretty aggressive about any kind of criticism. Um, we did and, see and a lot of close shots of Bryson on Sunday. I think you just got to understand you're, you're an entertainment product. You want to take it seriously and, and cover it in a way that, you know, is closer to reality than than not or or is it just going to be sort of disney world the happiest place on earth every every sunday on the pga tour i don't know it's a little scary what's been going on i'd imagine that the the broadcast would push back on this like this is what we paid all this money for you know right i mean right well this is i had i had a i had a reporter friend of ours or tell us at shinnecock when we were talking about the fox stuff with usga Last last year, uh, or I'm sorry, Chinnacock, some cameraman, a Fox guy, was trying to like trail Tommy Fleetwood into dining or whatever it was after he shot 63 and like a USGA person, I don't know, or security stopped him. And like the cameraman was like, what do you think we paid $1.1 billion for? You know, and I don't know that that's everyone's reaction. I don't know if some other, you know, I don't know anyone at CBS or Golf Channel that well that would, that, has their number, you know, their fingers on the buttons to could figure out how to react to tour pressure. But uh, I would hope they wouldn't certainly couch out of Bryson's mis- misguided thoughts on Saturday. I don't think they would. So any other thoughts on that? I just think it, that Bryson needs to realize that, you know, the his occupation, every occupation has shitty aspects of it. Yeah. Um, you know, when it's a major championship week and I've slept like three hours and, and we, I have to get up early the next night and we just finished recording and I have to edit it yeah. and put it up. I'm like, God, this really sucks right now. But then I realized, well, it's really freaking awesome that I get to go yeah. watch major championship golf for, for a living. But like Bryson, yeah. I, you get to play golf for a living on television. That's why you get to play golf for a living. So a camera is part of the equation of why you get paid millions of dollars and why you fly around on a private jet. So you should be very friendly with the camera people because they are the people that get paid very little money that butter your bread. Yeah, right, right. The guy's just doing his job. Again, wasn't jingling change or making no, like, it was just a terrible, terrible look. And his comments were worse. You got to protect the players or protect our brands. And, you know, you don't, Michael Jordan doesn't tell you to turn the cameras off when he's on the free throw line because he's a little, you know, anxious or the pressure about it, you know, things like that. It's it's part of the job and it's a very, very good job and just, you know, deal with it. Jingling so. change. Do you think the, the cameraman, uh, Bryson told the cameraman, you lost your privileges? <laughs> uh, all right. What else? <laughs> what else didn't you like? Um, I didn't like on going into a little bit into the coverage, which I yeah. don't like talking about the coverage. I don't like criticizing the coverage because I've been a part of one broadcast of golf, live broadcast of golf, and it's extraordinarily challenging. Um, the one thing I disturbing, I the first two weeks there was so much laying out from from the CBS yeah. crew and mm-hmm. there's so much audio being picked up from with caddy player conversation. And I feel like this weekend there was none of that. It was just talking over like the old, it was like they, 
you know, they changed for two weeks and now they're back to the old CBS of just we're just going to talk over conversations. We're not going to just lay out and let the the situation unfold with the caddy and the player. Yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, now that you mention it, I guess it feels like we did get less caddy player conversation. I wonder if that was another thing where they're like, hey, you're getting us saying bad words too much or something, you know, that you just don't want there to be. You don't want coverage of your sport to be clamped down even further and whitewashed even further. So, um, speaking of ads, uh, we did our little Bixby ad. There were a lot of bad ads this weekend. Can I just do a little quick ad segment? Yeah, you, you, it's your podcast. Why does Detroit have a special? Why has Detroit always had a special place? Always had a special place in Ricky's heart. What is Ricky Fowler? He has zero connection to Detroit other than his mortgage sponsor is headquartered there, based out of there. I need to know more about who thought that was a good line. Ricky. I mean, it's, it just rings All like right. the most. I just pulled up an article. I, I, I Googled Ricky Fowler Detroit ties. Yeah. The, the Detroit news. The first, the lead of the story. Detroit uh, Ricky Fowler has no significant ties to Detroit. Really? <laughs> yes. No ties yes. at all. Yes. This is a Detroit News article? Yes. Amazing. I was going to say I don't think he'd probably ever been there since until last year's event. Why is that the line and it's always had a special place in his heart? Like just say something like I I, I want to help the de- kids of Detroit. This is an incredible cause. Why do we have to feign some like Love of Detroit, but it's just a mortgage sponsor that I pays think we you should, to be uh, there. We should report them to the FCC. Isn't that what you <laughs> report bad ads I to? Know. I don't know. The other one was the tailor-made ad where it's the more we get together. And this is a, I, this has not been updated for the pandemic because it plays nonstop every break during PGA Tour Live, Thursdays and Fridays. And it's like everybody's handshaking, fist bumping. And the point of the ad is to play like with more people. By the end of the ad, there's like 20 or 50 people playing golf together in the same fairway. That doesn't seem that that they need to rethink that. They're trying to tweet through the pandemic, essentially. Like they keep playing it and running it every break. Just just come up with something else. It's the opposite of what we're allegedly supposed to be doing, right? Plays a 50 some and handshake and fist bump and hug. I don't think everybody should be playing the same ball either. That's true. That's true. Different balls for different people. Um, and the back on the tees just got to go. I feel like almost Another, every other uh, every other equipment company would agree. Not the the same balls. Yeah. Not the best for everybody. I just think I'm it's an it's odd their most imagery. Expensive ball. <laughs> Probably, it's an odd imagery to have a bunch of people playing as a twenty some and fifty some hugging and handshaking. That's so. that's funny. I like we've been watching you know shows and. I like now like watch like the way people interact on shows and I'm yeah, like, whoa, totally. Like I remember when I used to be able to do that. <laughs> totally. Uh, and last one, the back on the T stuff's got to go. Luke Bryan and Nick Saban, uh, Ricky Fowler guy, you know, uh, I have nightmares about the dude. Perfect guy. Yelling, John, you know, in my dreams, like I just hear that now when I'm walking around my house, it just, it's just, you know, haunting me. They gotta stop you say it to We your got kids? it. We're back on the tee. No, I don't. No, no, no. But we got it. We're back. We're back on the tee. Applaud the effort put into it to get back and to make those, you know, commercials. But we can't keep doing it. Anyways, that's my little commercial segment. We can move on. We're Ricky. 
Is Ricky, I mean, is he, uh, I just, whatever. Is he buying a second home in Detroit? Is he moving from Jupe to Detroit? What is this place in his heart that he has for Detroit? I love Detroit. I love whatever. Detroit too. I just don't think he has any connection to it. And the, it rains a little gratuitous. Maybe okay. he's going to do a little guide to Detroit next year. <laughs> My favorite guide. spots growing up. I used to love this pizza spot growing up, you know. Um, okay, anything else that you didn't like? Um, you know, uh, I think that's about it. Matt Wolf, nervy start, but... He struck the ball. He struck it well coming in. Just couldn't make it. Like, he really was was dialed on the flags. You know, got a couple run out in the, over the green and stuff, but he looked really good striking it. So um, Outside of that, I mean, Troy Merritt, just don't like watching him play golf. I don't know what. Nothing against Troy. I like Troy. How can you not like anybody? The guy's read Harry Potter 11 times or 12 times. But Um, what else? I just wanted somebody to somebody to play good golf today outside of Wolf on the back nine and Bryson. I know Bryson adds a little flair to everything, but you know when will this get old? By the way, the Bryson thing, or is it already for you? Um. I thought this was a slower weekend. He he gave us obviously enough, but, but I think it, it, the question is what's going to be next for Bryson. I don't think sure. he's one of the a person that's going to like yeah, be like, stop. oh, I, I've I haven't I. It's kind of like the Tiger syndrome where Tiger chased. He was the best, and he chased stuff. And I'm not saying Bryson's the best. He has a right. lot of. He needs to win a major. He needs to win a few yeah. majors. He's got a long way to go. But in terms of this radical idea that he people probably would have advised him that it was crazy that he has pulled off. I think he's going to have more radical ideas that he attempts to pull off. And hopefully the next ones are, are geared towards his wedge play. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, again, I just think like this is exciting right now because he looks so different. He's a character. Um, they are going, ball is going very, very far, but like it, it will lose its freshness and entertainment factor, right? Whereas, like you say, like the Royal Melbourne thing uh, in December, like that's fresh in any weather, any time, any format that can be appealing to watch. Whereas, this, if, 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 you know, everybody on the leaderboard is doing this or close, you know, eight out of 10 on the leaderboard are doing this, or Bryson's been doing it for a year plus, like it won't be. That have the entertainment value that it does right now is all I'd say. Yeah, I, um, I I think the drive is the least compelling shot in golf. There are a lot of golf in all of its form is compelling by nature, but the drive is the least compelling. It is pretty cool to see him hit it so far and straight, but when more and it's not an if. It's when more guys do what Bryson does, that will be the, then it will become less interesting. It becomes less interesting almost every time he, he swings the club. Yeah. In a way, yeah. there's diminishing returns. Um. All right. Can I, let's finish. You have a Rackham follow-up. We'll do, I want to do news oh, real quick. I news. I, I want to follow up on a couple of things from the week. Bubba, the charity event. We never talked about that on Wednesday. And I love charity so much that I want to make sure we get talk about it. Um, but we should address it. 
We should, they should do that more often. I thought it was extremely entertaining. I was in and out of it on Wednesday. Uh, they raised a ton of money, but I'll say this about Bubba. Like he is someone, he was an incredible asshat over the last decade. Well, on matters serious, like gay marriage to unserious, like being misclubbed. He does feel like someone who's genuinely tried to get better and do and do good. He he really does. Like it seemed like he, for better or worse, Dan Gilbert made a big impression on him and what he's put into Detroit. And Gilbert has you know a profit motive and also a PR angle to that too. But like he wants to do that for the Panhandle. Like it really, in a way, there's a genuineness to Bubba, and I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh, and I don't. I don't know him well. Uh, this is from afar, but I'm talking about there's a genuineness on the screen now to Bubba that you know a lot of other maybe gentlemen on the tour just don't you can't discern or can't see on the screen. And I think he just he's evolved, and that's kind of all we can uh, all try to do. You know, he's still probably a weird guy, and I not my you know we marched to a different drum, but he's really tried to get better and do good. And I thought Wednesday was it seemed. They, they whipped that up in like a couple of days and the mic, it was, they hardly had an announcer. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Your call beforehand kind of hit the, hit the nail on the head in terms of like people who don't know anything about Harold Varner, Wesley Bryan, like those guys really popped a little bit mm-hmm. and it's not going to do a monster rating, but if they can pull it together that quick, um, I, I think it's a nice little added product and you could tout the charity aspect too. So any yeah. reaction to that? You I, good? yeah, I thought it was great. I, think i've been clamoring for i mean i think you could do one of these every monday tuesday wednesday of a tournament yeah. week and it would be a smashing success and it would i think people would be genuinely interested to watch it it's better than no golf right nine holes two hours they're in and out yeah and it, was, and it was so and it's a great way for the players to raise exposure and and like you said a great way to raise charity too and yeah and, and so i think that's a great way for the PGA Tour, one of the things they might confront with this era of, of speed and, and long drives is shorter career lengths. And they're always going to be searching for, and I don't know if there will be a, the next Phil Mickelson where you have a essentially 30-year career. Like right. That's when golf, that's why golf works is the Jim Furyk's, the Ernie L's, the Steve Stricker's, the Davis Loves the Thirds, and VJ's. Those guys sell tickets over the time over the course of their career because of how long it is. They become established in, in, in with golf, and one of the things with speed is it's going to be a fleeting resource. Like you know, it's just always going to be about youth. So how do you build youth profiles? How the younger players their profile up so that fans know who they are? And this is a great. Mm-hmm. Uh, way to do that so hopefully yeah, increase exposure hopefully they have one this week at, at columbus that'd be awesome yeah. if they did it yeah. again you know and before we put a bow on detroit what's your rackham follow-up okay so what, this is let's from, do this is from marco uh marco salomon okay he said all right um one underrated feature of rackham is that it is on the east uh, that the east edge of the property borders the detroit zoo the fifteenth runs along the zoo wall, and you can see you can see giraffes poking out over the fence from the fairway. Unbelievable! The best animal content for days. Yeah, can you imagine just a, a giraffe like poking his head out over <laughs> and watching you swing. So good. The best part of this, and definitely the most unique, is the noise. Last month, my buddy was standing over a six foot 
footer for par and to win a couple of skins when a group of unidentified uh, primates went absolutely nuts doing some kind of loud call from just over the wall. Needless to say, he missed the putt and we all lost it. <laughs> Zoo animals, animal content. We got to get to rack them. So he said, just for the animal content. In your many travels, this is the only course that borders. Is this the only course that borders a zoo and brings the potential of hilarious distraction via unruly animals? I don't know of any. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing unlike a preserve or a, a petting zoo or anything that you in your travels that you've come across. I haven't come across anything like that. I, I, I mean. Yeah, nothing, nothing quite like a, a. No giraffes poking their head over the wall to, to watch you hit your approach shot. I think um, you know. Next year we got to go to Detroit, see I what Ricky's been do. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that does it. Any other, anything else? Any other news? We should say Will Zalatoris wants a current ferry tour. That was seemed Good to be for Will Zalatoris. He's been playing coming. great golf. Him and Bryson yeah. been on the same wavelength. Uh, North and South Am. Tyler, is it Tyler Strafeshi? Strafeki? You know, uh, when's it? His grandfather won it, North and South Pinehurst, I think in the late 30s. So good for him. That's a primo amateur event. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got for results. Did you see that one guy shot 64 and lost in a match? He shot no. 28 on the front nine in his morning match, won, oh won nine and eight. And then the next match, I think he shot 64. Jonathan Wan, maybe. Shot yeah, 64. yeah, I did see tweets about that. So he shot yeah. 64 and lost. Holy cow. You imagine shooting 28 and then shooting 64 and losing? The guy shot 66 and beat him. Just wow. the, you know, match play. Unbelievable. Unreal, anyway, right? Yeah. Congrats to uh, Zalatoris, who seems to be, you know, he hadn't won, he said, in like four years. But, you know, he's obviously... A, Decorated amateur stud player. Did you see the um, way he's putting? Tyler, no. <laughs> I just I saw the highlight of him tapping out yeah. on eighteen, and it's like he, he's like he's so careful with how he puts his hands on the putter. He's had some putting issues. So oh. It's like very <laughs> delicate, and it's like gotcha. a long putter. It was, it was a very unique way to putt. Obviously, <laughs> okay. obviously he found something that works for him. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. All right, so it's kind of like the Adam Scott thing, where it might be Got just it. testing different stuff all the Figuring time. Figuring it out, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so uh, good Monday episode, all right? Bryson, the thick boy, gives us a win. So again, thanks uh, to our sponsors. Thanks to all of them, everybody, able to turn the mics on, the lights on, get us to this point. So, all right, everyone, enjoy your Mondays. We will be back Wednesday with uh we're talking more charity, workday, charity open. I can't wait to see what they do with the, the charity activation this week. All right, talk to you guys later. Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Yeah!